With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the phone and it's Everton Club Call. Uh, if you are an Everton Premier member, then get involved. Click the link that is in Premier. When you go into the the waiting room, we'll call it. When, you, when you're in the green room or in the holding room, put your name in the chat so we know who it is. Because quite simply, Ned's, Ned's in charge of it. Ned's just said to me, rules. Ned has just said, if they don't put the name in the chat, you're not getting in. So essentially, if your name's not down, you're not coming in. So it's dead simple. Get in the chat, chat, and um, put your name there and let's go. Let's have a chat. Let's uh, sort it all out. Let's see what's good in the world of Everton. If you want to chat anything about Everton's uh, books, then get in touch. John is here with me. He will uh, he will take you through that. Ped is around. There might be a little sub in every now and again. You never know. You never know. It just depends. Um, anything you want to talk about, then get involved. Give us a little call, and we will let, we'll have a discussion. You might just want to call to give us your point of view. You mightn't even want to ask a question. You might just want to say, hey, lads, I'm just wondering, is Harry Kane okay? You might just, because people are concerned, you know, a little touch on the cheek makes you almost unconscious. That means that maybe he needs to get himself checked out. Um, you might want to call see Ned's skills. You might want to call. We will. It is available to put in. We will put that in. If enough people want to see what Ned, uh, what Ned got up to yesterday, with with Ped, it's, it's a, oh, it's content owned by the channel. Uh, and when you agree to work it, you haven't. I think we've got HR here. <laughs> you can't, they're not. They're only real. Hang on, just pause. John will back me up on this. Performance rights, image rights, things like that are only real if they are put in the contract. Contract. And we both agree. I think when you look at the small print, the small print will tell you, you signed your rights away the minute you've agreed your way content. You did. End of story. End of story. We'll put it out anyway with or without his content. Um, so there you go. Declan Ryan says, love you guys. Declan, I love you too. Good lad. Hope you're having a good day. Um, so when you filmed it, did uh, Ned expect it to be published? He'd be told them before. The thing was, just for and there was just a there was a challenge that got issued by Ned yesterday. I don't know why he did it. It's like me going, uh, yeah, Jazza, Jazza Dickens, friend of the show, right? Has messaged us friend a few times. Channel. Go and come down, and we'll do I'll we'll do some bag work and stuff, and we'll I'll give do work out with me, and we'll film it and all that. I'm definitely gonna do it, Jazza's boss. But he also said, come down, we can get in the ringer. I just said no. I ain't getting in the ring with a world champion, mate. I'm sorry, not a chance. Because he... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't. Don't, don't say Don't, just that. ignore him. Right? Because I know my limitations. Yeah. My limitations are brown paper bag. Can I get out of it if it's wet? Maybe. That's it. 
I'm a lover, not a fighter. Ned, sadly, doesn't know limitations. He has no, he doesn't know his limitations. And yesterday he felt that he wanted to go outside because he thought he could take on um, Ped. Well, I, I'm going to um, message Jazza because. Yeah, because Ned's just said, "quote I'll take him on." Yeah, unquote. Ned now now has said that he can knock Jazza out. I never said that, so I'll get out of In words, words through it, words Ned, through it. Ned, I will make it happen for you. Let's do it. Oh, I hope this is this is getting recorded, isn't it? Let's do it. Do you <laughs> it's think there for everyone then, to see. It's there for everyone to Matt? see. Matty, do you think you could take him? Oh, he's taking his, head, his headphones off now, so he can't hear Oh, HL3 says it. What do you think of Richarlison's social media posts on Monday before oh, the match? Goals. Is there any way we can afford to buy him back in the summer? I don't think we can afford to buy him back. I'd like him. Yeah, you, you could get him a jazz at that I'd love to see him back. It's a bit mad. I wouldn't be... I'll be honest. Never say never. If I was a Spurs fan, I wouldn't have been that impressed with... Richarlison's social media post. The thing is, like, Richarlison goes to work at Tottenham, but I think he loved playing for Everton. I agree. The fans absolutely loved him. Every time you see him, he had his ever. I imagine... He's ripe for a phone call from Stephen Pina. I, I imagine <laughs> if you knew where Richarlison lived and you just rang his, his ring doorbell or something and he come to the door... He would have a pair of Everton shorts on and flips <laughs> yes. and sliders. That's that's what I. Even though he plays for Spurs, I imagine that's his attire, that or his Brazil shorts. Yeah. Um, he, he works for Tottenham, fair play to him, but he definitely loved Everton. And listen, it hasn't gone the way I'm quite sure he or Spurs hoped it would go. But um, but yeah, it was it was just a bit mad. I personally wouldn't have been happy as a Spurs fan just seeing this. This fella putting all these things up of all the goals he scored for that team we were well, playing. The thing is, they're going to go through what we've lived for years upon years. A new manager will turn up, hmm. and if he doesn't rate him or doesn't want him or whatever, whatever, yeah. then they'll move him on, won't they? I'd love it to be back to Everton, but I imagine yeah. it'll be somewhere in Spain or yeah. Atletico Madrid, somewhere like that. But yeah, we'd love to. Fans will love him as well. Listen, he's, he's a. He's a hard-working, quality footballer, and there's not that many of them around. He, he Occasionally scores goals. Yeah. Scores goals. You get double figures. If you play him, if he played with Everton this season, he'd have got double figures. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. End yeah. off, because that's what he does. Yeah. You know, and I, I actually, what's really, what's really um, frustrating is, just from our perspective, is the fact that he never... Like, I think Sean Dykes would have loved him because, oh, gosh, yeah, because he's, he? he's, he's he gives everything, doesn't he? He's does, all yeah. in. I think Dykes would have loved him, but listen, he's moved on. And um, it, yeah, it's great from an Evertonian perspective to see him post yeah. and all that because he genuinely does love. We've seen him already, haven't we, with Kale? And Kale said, yeah. We miss you at Everton. He said, Yeah, I miss you. You know, I don't think Richarlison wouldn't have, wouldn't have wanted to leave Everton. I think if Everton was stable, mm. I think it was. He wanted to do something, and we we were we were getting further Brand away. Brand spanking new stadium or not? I'm sure Tottenham players were impressed by the noise of Goodison Park the other night when we scored. Oh God! 
Yeah, I mean, their fans aren't. I mean, uh, Dance 1211 said, you're assuming Spurs fans are happy in general, though, when I'm talking about that. Yeah, they, they're not happy at the moment. You Spurs listen fans, to the phone-ins and they're not happy at all. Well, listen to them the other night singing Levy Out. Yeah, that's what they were mm-hmm. doing on the radio. Yeah. So you listen to them, you'd think they were where we are when the fans ring up. You know, we're rubbish. They've had that thing, though. Haven't he? Um, we had it to a lesser extent, not to where they were, but they you have that thing them. where they got to a Champions League final regularly in the Champions League. And then they get to a final, so the they next thing the, is win it. You want to win something yeah. and they've gone the other way. And they've gone the other way because basically they made a terrible, terrible decision really? to sack Pochettino. Well, they shouldn't have sacked Pochettino. It was no, the first right. sticky spell he'd had, really. Never stood by him. And they, did, they should have just gone, listen, this season's a write-off. Let's stick with him and see where we finish. And the way it played out with COVID and all that, who knows what would have happened. He got rid of him, they brought Marino in, which was totally the opposite to probably what they needed. And they weren't prepared to put up with the way he does stuff. Mm. And it's just got worse and worse. But and you've got a controlling chair... Who mm. brings in consecutive managers who don't want to be controlled? Yeah, and true. particularly the second one is going to bitch and whinge from day one that he's not getting enough of what he needs. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Phantom Gaming streams. It's uh, basic six. Put the link in there. You can find this hoodie and other ones. Everton no, magic ones are our new ones. They're quite nice. And there's an Evertonian one as well, which is nice as well. Uh, the bird stuff there. Yeah. The no. Oh, you'll have to wait for that, people. The uh, oh, the little, yeah, it yeah. looks nice. That looks good. Yeah, yeah. He has got. I mean, he's got the Bullens rolled yeah. one on, hasn't he? Martin Edwards says, "All right, it's Baz." A hoodie. I like the hoodie. Yeah. Um, the, the same. I mean, I'm not being funny. If you two carry on, you should both get sent off, and I'll do it with Ned. Ned, this is a show. I don't. You just don't see this anywhere else across thing. I'm sorry, people. I apologise. Um, Marty Bush says the Spurs fans are finding out the levy is right. See, I like that. I like what you've done there, Matty. I like what you've done. Quality. Uh, Sophie says for a fantastic footballer, I can't believe Kane's antics. He's embarrassing. He was embarrassing the other night for such a good player. Oh, that's just nonsense. Utter nonsense. I've seen Ian Wright defending him today. Well, you know, if he wouldn't have gone down, then Decore wouldn't have been sent off, so he wouldn't have done his job for his team. Mm, no, Ian, don't ever condone nonsense like that. Ever. If Decore punches him, by all means, go down then. If he's cracked it and it's hurt you, but a little shove there. You couldn't knock Harry Kane over if you tried. Have you seen his shoulders on him? I'm massive. 6'2". It's massive. I couldn't believe how big he was. Every time I see him live, I can't believe how big he is. I actually huge. looked up when I was watching the he's highlights huge. how tall he was because rightly or wrongly, I've always considered him not a particularly tall player sort of thing. Mm. But he's six foot two. Huge. You know, so he's got that touch, that mm. mobility. He's fantastic. And he's an inch shorter than Alice Sims, yeah. Fantastic footballer. But that was, I'm just not having that, it was embarrassing. Uh, Adam Lilford says, the level of absolute calm I now feel watching Everton is very weird. I think it stems from the fact that for the first time in ages, I know which Everton is going to show up. Sometimes it'll be good enough and sometimes it won't. But under Dykes, I know it won't be for lack of effort. And I can't really complain about that. Yeah, fair play. William Gilligan says, did anyone go down to the Liver buildings and meet a Wobie and get an Easter egg? Took my lad down, waited 40 minutes. He still hadn't turned up and we had to leave. Wonder what time he did actually arrive. Lad was well disappointed. This is something, listen, I'm not having a day. I'm not having a go with Alex Iwobi. 
shake here. I'm not. I'm having a go at Everton football what club. What is this? I don't know. What it is. So there was a, a thing today where you could meet them. Oh, you I go see. down to the live buildings and it's like an Easter egg hunt and all oh, okay. that. But this is sim. This is very uh, consistent with things that Everton do. Everyone's late for everything. Mm-hmm. If you've got, uh, if you put out. John Blaine's going to be at the library buildings at three o'clock. Make sure you're there at three o'clock. Mm. You can't have kids hanging around to see. Everton need all the good press they can get right now. You can't have the kids hanging around for half an hour, 40 minutes for someone who's late. And then they go and they're disappointed. Right, every week the press but it, but, and this, that's, what I'm, that's why I'm saying this isn't like on Alex. So it's I, not the it's manager. Everything that happens. The press conferences are late. They've done it before. Oh, these are at this place at seven. They come at eight o'clock. Oh, we, you know, we can't control football. No, you can't. You can't make that easy. They're employees. You tell them to get there. It's with everything. And things like that for the kids, I think, is really disappointing. You've got to, if you're putting out, you've got to be there at the time. You've got to have the person there at the time. Right? If Alex Obobi is training, you find out when he finishes training, you give him an hour to have a shower and have his lunch, and then you make sure then, right, he'll take us. If it if it says on the sat-nav it's 30 minutes from Finch Farm to Liver Buildings, you give yourself 45 minutes, and then you say, at whatever time, Alex Obobi will be here at this time, and you make sure with him, fa- anyone can be five minutes late. Can't eat with traffic if you just not whatever. But but, but say something. Know, but, but that's for everything, yes. by the way. It's not. This yeah. isn't just Alex. Say something everything. happens. Mm. As soon as you know what your ETA is, mm. someone can Updated. walk out the building, yep. speak to all the kids, say, "Listen, yep. he's coming." This has happened already. This fellow who's just told you, he has to give up after whatever forty-five minutes. Mm. For all you know, Alex turned up for one minute later. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that makes it even worse, then, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah, there you go. Um, like, John Deitch talks a lot, um, you know, and the, the thing he did post-match mm-hmm. for uh, Everton TV, um, and he, he was talking about, because he's, he's clearly drilling into the players certain behaviours, isn't he? Attitude, commitment, all those sorts of things. Yeah. And in any business, for any employee, any leader, the first thing that you have to do is don't make commitments that you can't deliver upon. Mm. That's the same as saying, don't promise and then don't don't do it. So if you're going to broadcast that a player is going to be in a certain place at a certain time, then have two things. One is you put the logistics in so they will be. Mm. And two, if something unforeseen happens, you communicate. Yeah, absolutely. Dick L says uh, Diego, Hi, Diogo Jota hasn't scored for 30 games now. Liverpool fans complaining. <laughs> I think Jota would be an excellent signer for Everton. He would be a good signer, but Everton wouldn't get him. Liverpool wouldn't sell him and he'd be a lot of money. Uh, Pat is on the line. John, if you want to pop them on. Right. Hello, Pat. Hey, how you doing, John? How you doing, Bess? I'm good. I'm good. What's up, mate? Where are you, Pat? Uh, uh, Huh? Where are you? Oh, Chicago. Okay, cool. I keep asking Ned to tell us where people are from because you guys from North America dominate this thing, I think. Mm, That's good. Which is good. Absolutely. Go on, Pat. What do you want to say, mate? Well, we had some really, really good results for us <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, you know what? That leads. Um, I don't, uh, Leeds Forest, yeah. Leeds Forest game mm-hmm. was. That was pretty good. And and just thinking about that, hearing the American, uh, you know, friends who have started watching, you know, soccer, football mm-hmm. uh, here and have gotten into Leeds because of the Americans there. Yeah. I'm just. I just looked this. 
Luis Sinistera and Willie Nanto cost Leeds United 24 million pounds mm-hmm. to bring in. Mm-hmm. And imagine if we had one of those, or if we had even like as erratic as he is, someone like Jack Harrison who can at least hit a ball at the net, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. or that. How do they have all now? Their defense is a shambles, but I was just thinking about that. Other teams are finding these players and are, are doing that. And we've done a good job shoring up our midfield and defense, but that's the worry here is the goals. You, everyone here on Toffee TV has said it, whether we call in, whether you're part of the, the crew, it's, it's where these goals are going to come from. And now without Decore, I mean, I like what Garner did in 10 minutes, but he looks more of kind of creative shifty player than he is going to be a final product guy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for Gar- for James Garner, it's very early days. Obviously, he had a really good season last season for Forest, mm-hmm. albeit in the Championship. Um, and I think he's he's just trying to find his feet first and foremost. It'll be interesting to see what he develops in. I think he played as an eight for Forest and, and a six. Depends how Sean Dyche uses him. It depends, you know, what uh, what can he bring to this midfield? He's not going to be in the same mould as obviously Abdullah Decore, Amadou Omnana. Is he someone who can get on the ball? Is he someone who can, can take pot shots? You know, which we don't really do. Omnana's had a couple the other night, but in general doesn't do it. So we might bring a different skill set to that as well. Um, and that's what you want, don't you, Pat? You want to... You want to mix. You don't want everyone being the same type of player, but athletically, he's different as well, isn't he? The other, the other two, Onana and Decore, are big. Obviously, Idris is, is all action engine, isn't he, little fella? But he's everywhere. So, I think for Garner, it'll be. I think we just got to let him settle into the side and have a look at what type of player he is and what we can get out of him. Mm. If you uh, had your uh, your brothers, who would you set up? How would you set us up going into the game on this weekend? Uh, how would you move a Wobie insiders or just Garner for Decore? Okay, me personally, I'll go on to John in a minute because I've said that a few times. But me personally, I would put. Well, it, it's a straight choice for me. Is it's between Tom Davis or James Garner? I wouldn't move a wo. I understand the Awobi thing, absolutely understand it. But to put Alex Awobi back in the centre, you've then got to move the Marty Gray from playing up front out onto the right. Unless you played Nathan Patterson there, but then you'd ask him to play a midfield role. He's not really done yet. Um, you, you're changing two or three things. Whereas if Everton, if if Sean Dykes just says. And I, I would go Garner over Tom Davis personally at the weekend. I think. I no, think the manager will go Davis. We probably will, but I'm yeah. saying for me personally, I think if you played if Onana and Garner sat a little bit like a double six, mm. and then we let Garner get in front of them passing and trying to thread. Because don't forget, we're playing Damari Gray, who isn't very good back to goal. Nothing's sticking up there, is it? No. But what what he wants is the ball in between him and the, the, the centre-back mm. to run onto. And I think James Garner's more likely to thread those balls through. I think what Tom Davis will do, he'll run around and he'll put tackles in and stuff. But for me, I would go with James Garner personally. At the goes weekend. with the percentages, Deitch, doesn't he? So, um, because I guess another potential would be just push Ben forward. And put Mikalenko in, but you're starting to change other things as a consequence. And yeah, therefore, yeah, the percentages yeah. behavior at Deitch would be make the minimum change you can, you can, which means 
bringing a player in from outside. So yeah, I, I was I'm with you. It's Davis or Garner. I think he'll go with go, uh, Davis. Okay, what do you think, Pat? So, I <laughs> I do not want to see that little ponytail man running around and falling down every every forty five <laughs> seconds. That's the only. Issue. It's just his physical strength. I don't I don't doubt his commitment to the club. He's an academy boy. I think he loves Everton. I think he gives everything he has, but I don't think what he has is very much. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, he shows energy and he shows sort of, he shows, he has an idea of what he wants to do going forward, especially carrying the ball, but a lot like a lately and Damari gray, very, very good at dribbling into people, not so good at dribbling around people. And, and that's the only issue is that, is that he sometimes looks like he runs out of these going forward. And then he has that he has that sort of like that, that lack of physical presence where he just gets blown over by a stiff breeze, which, you know, he can put in a good tackle, but he's not going to, you know, shoulder someone off the ball. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to shield the ball and be able to dump it off to Ghana or something. You know what I mean? He's not going to be able to do that role, which, which makes me nervous, especially given how loose sometimes we are in possession. We don't need another player who is also loose in possession and can get, gonna bodied off the ball hmm. uh, that's why i think garner has to come in um other than that if it's not garner i guess it's a will be gray and then sims up top but i i think i agree with you guys it's uh, thinking about it it's probably just most sensible for james garner to come in well much much to your disappointment um if, even if you get the starter you want tom davis will replace him after an hour anyway so <laughs> <laughs> Because he's coming back from injury, and uh, but yeah. ex Man United player, something to prove, all those sorts of things. He looked energetic the other night, didn't he? Yeah, he's, listen, like I said, we haven't seen a lot of him. No, I'm uh, not sure he's robust and is going to shoulder charge people either. He's, he does look a more technical player, but yeah. um, let's see. The manager will decide, won't he, at the end of the day? But I think both of them will end up with minutes. So. I imagine he will. I yeah. imagine he will. And maybe Patterson will as well, because mm. obviously he'll be, I imagine he'll be back on the bench at the weekend. What's happened with Patterson? Um, I, I know he, it's like, is it, was it the, I mean, I know it was a really bad injury for, on, on international duty when he, against Ukraine, but it seems like when he's been back in the team, that's, this is not the Nathan Patterson we saw the first eight or 10 games mm. of the season, even when he's been uh, back in the side. Yeah. He, he, the first part of the season before he got injured on international duty, he was tremendous, wasn't he? Everyone was like, wow, this is what we bought. He come back <clears throat> before the World Cup, didn't he? And he, he wasn't quite the same, but that's fine, he'd been out. And then, yeah, he was he come back for another three games and then was out injured, get injured against Brighton. We've not seen him since, have we? So... I you think for him, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I just think that's more to do with a the way the team was playing for the start um, when he come back. It's more structure now. Now there's a bit more structure, but he's had two injuries that have kept him out for three months, two years on the run. So he's mm. got to, he's got to be a little bit more robust himself. But it, he's a young player and. It's a big leap from up, the yeah. Scottish Premiership into only, the Premier League. Yeah, he's well. only played twelve yeah. games for Rangers. I think he'll get robust Premier. with the Dyche's training regime. You know, mm. when they when they have uh, their little competitive games. Yeah, there's no holds barred, is there? So, mm. I'm just surprised we haven't had injuries in training the way they they train. Yeah, sorry, well, it's my fault. Of something it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's the manager who's encouraging it. So. 
Play, yeah. You train so, as you play. Train as you play. Absolutely. Train to play. Yeah, absolutely. So that uh, will have helped him with the quote on the grass and in with the first team for mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. And so the, my last thought to mm-hmm. leave you guys with is what are we thinking about this weekend's game against United? Um, no Casemiro again, so I think that mm-hmm. gives us a shot, but there's still a lot of quality in that United side to put some things i mean rashford scares me uh going up against uh, how many more times can Seamus turn back the clock i mean he does it sometimes but it's still you know it just takes one slip of concentration i think Keane's on that side too, he is so that, he is that's part of the challenge that we'll face mm-hmm. at the weekend yeah yeah so what do you guys think i think we're, we're more than capable of getting something out the game me too i'm not saying we'll win it i'd have felt more confident if the core was there True, because uh, I thought when he come on in the cup game there he was excellent, mm-hmm. and then you know, um, but I think structurally we'll be fine. I think the the manager will have it structurally right. The players have got to do the jobs, but like somebody said before, the in general you're getting a consistent yeah, level of performance out of the players. United are I've got tremendous individuals at times. Bruno Fernandez. Horrible, horrible footballer, but what a footballer. <laughs> They've got Rashford, who I love, who's brilliant, but Marcus Rashford can have them days when he's whacking things and they're flying all over the gaff. Um, Martial has his moments when he's excellent, but they were dreadful at Newcastle. I know it's different at Old Trafford. They're playing Newcastle tonight, aren't they? Mm. Um, not playing Newcastle, sorry, they're playing. Who are they playing tonight? Uh, Brentford, is it tonight? Brentford, Brentford, yeah. They're playing Brentford tonight, so we hope Brentford roughed them up a little bit. It could do with a couple of them just picking up slight knocks and miss the Everton game at the weekend. Um but the it's about is not something that they will no. fancy. No. Uh, so we've we've got to stay compact, tight, and then hopefully set plays where mm-hmm. we are dangerous off. We are, yeah. We'd have to be oh, Tark yeah. is so good. Exactly. And pick the bits up. The amount he wins. Have someone around. Assuming he's gonna win. Yeah. That's it. Just gamble on him winning it because Nine times out of ten, he wins it, mm. and you're getting the bits. Then, so that's that to me is where Everton can get something definitely. But they're capable of beating us four 0 <laughs> because of the players Absolutely. they've got. So it's it's one of them. But oh, oh, I know, I know, it's you know literally true, but um, all results are possible. Yeah, um, they are more than capable of hitting the sweet spot and putting them on us like mm-hmm. Arsenal did, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're also capable of grinding it and mm. doing what we did at Chelsea but actually winning yeah so Southampton who were utterly terrible at the moment went there and got a draw didn't yeah. he and yeah. I watched the I know Fulham are playing well this season but in that cup game Fulham were 69 minutes before the madness Fulham were in control should have gone sooner well they were won't capitulate like they did at Anfield because the crowd will stop that from happening exactly but, so. but that's in them isn't it this well, is all too hard and difficult, you know. So uh, well, that's what he's trying to change. Ten yeah. hard. It'll be a tough. Don't get me wrong. It, it's it'll be a tough game. And like I said, they could quite easily bounce us. Um, but I feel more confident going there with Sean Dykes, the way he's got them at the moment in this run we're on, that we can at least stay in the game. Mm. And I think we'll cause them problems off set plays. So it's how we do the other bits. Mm. Can we slow the game down enough? If no they get a little, errors. that's it. If they can get ahead of steam, can we can we ride it out? Sure. 
the longer we get through periods of the game, if we can get half an hour in, it's nil nil. I think we're in good. We're in a pretty mm. good place. Don't forget the cup game. What three minutes they were winning, yeah. weren't they? Because yeah. we had a lapse of concentration. We got it back to one one, and then the concentration went again a little bit, and mm. and they they got back in front. But I think if we just stay compact and tight and play it at our pace, I we've got so. we've got a chance. I think so. Got yeah. a chance. All right, guys. Okay, Early nice one. You, though, Pat, Have a good one, Pat. Take it easy in Chicago, mate. Take care. Will do. Have a good one. See you later, Early to start army. for the Chicago lads. Hmm? Uh, Ricky Kane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky Kane on the super chat. Thank you, Ricky. Says uh, even gents, some good results last night. How many more points do you think we need to stay up? It's gonna go down to the wire. I hate to say it. <laughs> I said 37 a while ago, didn't I? Or 36. I still, Southampton, in my opinion, ain't getting 36 points. Bournemouth, are they getting 36? Not convinced. But they could. It's only nine more points. I think if Everton, what are we on? We're on 27, aren't we? I think if Everton... Nine more. If Everton could win... If Everton could get 10, 11 more points, I think we'd be safe. Yeah. So, computer says we get 38. Three wins and two draws, I think we're safe with. That gives us, what, 30? That gives us 38 points, doesn't it? Mm. Three wins, two draws in nine games, and that's allowing for four defeats, which mm. is still a lot at this stage of the season, isn't it? Out of nine to lose four. But my simulation, which has us on 38 points, mm. also has us finishing 12th with that. Yes, so it's going to be mm. so incredibly tight. It is, it is. We need one of them to get detached, and it's got to happen soon, hasn't it? So, but you'd think and so. And it becomes two, and then it's, you know, all hands on deck for avoiding the, the last one. It's Our the, last two two games of the season will be interesting. So, But it's it, the, the thing about it is, it's getting, the quicker you can get the wins, the pressure becomes of less and less and less. Of course it does. That's why Monday was a bit frustrating on one hand, because... They weren't great Monday nights, and that we had a chance. But the way it all played out, ten men, and you know, penalty one down, and all that makes it more difficult, obviously. And isn't it funny how all these teams who are playing us aren't playing very well? Oh, what people say! Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love great, when, it? I love it when people say, "Oh, yeah, all the story is about how Tottenham down tools and give up." I don't think they down. They just look like it. They look to me like a team with no confidence. Yeah. Got good players, but not they're not really believing That's in right, what yeah. they're doing. Um, and defensively, they're horrific. They are the three defenders were, were appalling. Especially Langlet, the goalkeeper's done. It's been done totally. for a few years, yeah. and that's where the frustration comes out. That you think, oh, if we could have, the Corey would have stayed on the pitch. I think we go and win the game. But given the way it played out, to get a point, you just got to keep adding, chipping away. Wasn't keep a bad goal either, was it? Wasn't a bad one. It wasn't a bad, a bad strike from. It took uh, you ages to send that bloody email to Deitch saying, "Please shoot more." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's almost like. They've realised if they actually have a shot, they might score a goal. Mm. Um, but they've been, you know, since he come in, they have, they have been, you know, Eighth, created, right? haven't yeah. they? Created more chances, have more shots, and therefore have scored more goals. Mm. So you can't really. Uh, a lot of players have scored now as well, doesn't it? Was it nine or something? It's got to though, hasn't it? Yeah. For the simple, you're getting one each. You've got to share it round, <laughs> haven't you? Because right. we don't have that one person. Who you can rely on. You haven't got the one fella thing, but if we create chances for him, mm. we, he'll get goals. But we do. We keep seeing, don't we, uh, chances arrive where you think 
as you said before about Richie or Dominic, if they were around, they'd be they'd be there waiting for them. Mm. Just tap them in. Missing lots of tapping opportunities, aren't we? Yeah, that's but where keep know, going. Sims comes in, doesn't yeah. it? But, uh, Steve P says Bazzi and onto Mike Trezor for Genk. Uh, eight goals and 18, 18 assists, didn't they? Like, I knew he had eight goals, didn't they? Like, he had 18 assists. That's crazy. It's mad. Um, Seppi specialist as well. He's got three and six for Belgium. Or he did do for Belgium's under-21s as well, I think. I think he's one and two. Uh, I'd rather we went for someone like him over and die at the cost of it. We wouldn't be able to go for and die, we'll do for 30 million. But I understand your point. But yeah, he is a Belgian as well. It's worth taking chances. We're going to have to take chances on these kind of players, in my opinion. Same with, I was talking about this yesterday, Austrian players. Uh, sorry, players who play in the Austria League, things like that. That Whose fees aren't crazy. We're going to have to. At some stage, you know, Salzburg yeah, and people like going around the loop we've had before, aren't we? Well, people, we players with the right attributes, yeah. which fundamentally but I think pace and even more yeah. when you see like the numbers that come out the other day in the accounts, it oh, lends itself yeah. more to going right eight to ten millions are mm-hmm. the players we go for, and yeah. not the thirty-five million pound yeah. players. It, it's got to be. Uh, Dick L says I'm very impressed with Sean Dyche. Seems to have got a team that's organised, fit, and with some actual fighting spirit. My only concern is that games are running out. I think another 10 points will do it, but given how awful we are away, I fear we need to win three home games out the four remaining. I fancy us against Fulham and Bournemouth, but I'm not so confident against Newcastle or City. Maybe we can beat Wolves away, but if we still need two wins going into Wolves and Bournemouth, then that is one tenth end of the season final two games. Current form of the last mm. four or five games, Fulham are in the bottom two, aren't they? Struggling, yeah. Really and they will struggling. do without Mitrovic. So, so if we, again, fans will bring their A game and we, we just make it harder, Goodison, then that well, we be, beat them. That'll that's be one of the games. That's 30 points, then, isn't that's it? That's right. That's yeah. assuming we don't get anything at the well, weekend. You can see the finishing line, then. Can't but you? then you get 30 and you think, I tell you what, two yeah. wins and two draws. That's what Palace will be thinking, stop. isn't it? Of course, a couple that's... of wins and we're all right. That's it. You've got to do it, haven't you? And you're saying like the away form, but the last two away games, Dick, 2 2 at Forest, should have really won the game. Yeah. And 2 2 at Chelsea, done well to come back. And, and who knows? So. You know, Saturday's a difficult one. United, it's always a difficult one. Whether Everton are playing well or are Everton are a good side or they're not a good side, it's always been a tough game. One once there in bloody whatever. 25 years or whatever. So that's never going to be a place that, well, it isn't, it hasn't been. Well, and it's not really a place where you look and go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll win. You know, this is a game we should be winning. No one would ever say that, Evertonians, I don't think. So we have to, we have to. Just see what we can get. If we could come out of Old Trafford with a point on Saturday, that would be five games unbeaten. That's a lot for a club where we are, going into Fulham at home. And going into thinking, that run thinking we'd get the points we've got. To, you know, getting three we had, We've had start. Arsenal. We've had Arsenal, Arsenal twice. We've had Chelsea, Chelsea and Tottenham. And yeah. we're, we're on, what, five points out and of those games? And there as well. And, yeah, Liverpool was there as well. well. So we've had some tough games. Um, you know, points wise we're all right. It'd be nice to it'd be nice to rack another win up, of course. We wouldn't just keep it ticking over. Like John said, maybe that'll be next week against Fulham. But if Everton could get out to Saturday with um with a result, whether that's a point or whatever, then you go into that Fulham game thinking, right, get these three these are a must. Mm-hmm. Beat them. Imagine if Everton took four points out the next six and you're on 31 points after Fulham. And you've got Leicester to you've look forward Palace to. You've got Palace coming up. You're thinking, Palace, tell you what, Leicester. go to Palace. 
Who knows? And that's how you have to think. But we can only really take one game at a time, can't we? We, we can't get ahead of ourselves. We're doing all right. We're staying in games. And that's where we are. It's that consistency that's helping, isn't it? Got to keep chipping away at everything. Yeah. That's the way you do. Uh, we've got Brian on the the phone. Brian, how are you? Hello, I'm Brian. All right. Okay, you there? All right. Yes, I'm here. That's right. Come on then, Paul McCartney. What's happening? <laughs> help! Help! I need somebody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I hope you don't need anybody, Brian. Don't give up your days. No, you no. <laughs> Go on, mate. What do you want to say? I need a singing coach. <laughs> you, your words, not mine. No good good lyrics, though. No sherbets today. Go on, mate. What do you want to say? <clears throat> you know, a couple of things. Uh, the, about the get out the Tottenham game, I've been reading about, and people been saying about a poor quality game it was. Mm. Well, yeah, the quality of football was not outstanding, but you know what it was? Entertaining. Mm. We were on the edge of our seats. Mm. We were getting all emotional. And this is what football does. This is what it's about. This is Absolutely what supporters right. go with the game. Yes, and because of the way Everton are playing now, which is very Moisesque, you know, lots of what uh, you now call pressing, which uh, in our day, we used to tell them, we say, well, get into them. Mm. If you remember the phrase, go, get into them. Have a go, get into them. Mm. And this is what was called pressing these days, the modern term. <laughs> and yeah. what, that's, what that does is it creates atmospheric energy, mm. not just on the pitch, but within in the crowd too. And um, all this chasing and harrying, it opens up the pitch. And because players are not maintaining their positional discipline, they're actually leaving their positions and chasing the player with the ball, putting pressure on them. This opens up the pitch. Now, when you do actually get the ball, especially when you're you're in defensive uh, mode, you win the ball because there's, there's a lot of, the space is opened up in front of you. You notice several times that there was actually some really good one-touch play going up the wings, mm. from the from wide to the centre midfield, out to the winger again, playing a one-two with the midfielder who's run for the return. And uh, that, to me, it's beautiful to see because you're combining both the uh, the more say, tedious, boring part of the game, which allows you to create the more beautiful part of the game, which is the joined-up stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're developing that more and more. And I personally, I'd rather see that, all this chasing and harrying, than what we've had to put up with on the, well, everything seems moist, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly Martinez, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. I, I quite mean, so like 2030. anyone says about poor quality football, we are doing well. Mm. It's good to it's good to watch. It's exciting. It's emotional, and this is what our football's about. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, okay. I'm with, yeah, I'm no, I, 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 I understand what you say. I people who, if you watch a lot of Premier League games, the they're not great to watch the poor quality, even with the top teams. The games are poor. There's a hype about the Premier League. I've said that a million times. People go on about oh, it's amazing. It's it's not not amazing at all. Most games are very boring. But there's times when it is blood and thunder. There's times when it's goals going in, and and sometimes 
the lowest quality, if, if that's what you want to talk about, rather than tech, technical ability, the lowest quality produces the best games because there's errors, there's goals. There's You know, you watch the Brighton-Brentford game at the weekend, the 3-3. You know, some of the defending in that was terrible, but yet it was a great game. You know, and, and Everton Spurs the other night, yeah, okay, it wasn't amazing. I wouldn't sit here and try and blag people. It was amazing, but it had everything, didn't it? It had sendings off and, you know, two goals and Harry Kane rolling around. and Sitting in the ground, I know. wasn't sitting there going, oh my gosh, this isn't a particularly mm. good quality <laughs> game. Um, Did you not notice that uh, the game was over rather quickly? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It, you're immersed this in is, it. You know, that's what it's about. This yeah. is what's telling you. you you're yeah. enjoying it. You're involved. Absolutely right, mate. It's Absolutely like watching, right. It's not like watching a Martin's Lampard... Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, well, the Portuguese fella. Anyway, so we're, we're getting rid of that, thankfully. Yeah, mm. we're getting rid of that, hopefully. And it, long may it remain in all other places but Goodison Park. Uh, There's a conversation course, there, you know, isn't there, mate? Because there you know, you got what do you want for your football? Yeah, I mean, Baz is going, oh, they're not your day out, your afternoon entertainment. What do you want when you go to the yeah. match? I want my emotions to be played with, and then we yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, yeah. uh, or a, a last-minute equaliser which nearly breaks the back of the net. Because uh... let's face it, if they're hey. good, if they're good quality games, we lose a hell of a lot more than we win. Yeah, because if the best team always uh. wins, then they have the, who have the best players. City walk the league every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sort of thing. Um, but fortunately, in this league, because of as you just said, Baz, the blood and thunder bit, and mm. call that lesser quality. Mm. But that's about exercise and physical attributes. It's mm. about mental attributes, well, about commitment, and isn't what makes know. the Premier League watchable is that that everyone it's doesn't everyone doesn't sense. play the same way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and you can be Man City are obviously the best football side if, yeah. if in terms of technical stuff. That's what, what I mean, they yeah. do. Yep. yep. Do I want to see everybody, 20 teams, play like Man City? No, because no. it'd be boring. Arsenal are, are playing brilliantly and they've got a little bit of a different mix than City. They they had a couple of different styles merged. Liverpool, when they were at the best, was it was a, a different style, a little bit more direct, but loads of goals. Counter attacking old chap. Can't, well, whatever it is. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's all different. Spurs yeah. under Pochettino, very, you know, direct, but fantastic to watch at times. Mm. Quick transitions, mm. goals. Everyone plays the game slightly differently, and that's that's what is the enjoyable thing about it. There isn't one size fits all. It might be blood and thunder. You know, we've seen it. We're old enough to see Wimbledon come in and, and bring all their antics into it, mm. and Bolton under Allardyce were all about yeah. margins and Stoke elbows and long throws and things. But, but that was all part of the challenge of the Premier League, wasn't it? And, Sometimes teams will come and defend fantastically well, but why is that looked at as a negative? Because it's very difficult to go and defend brilliantly in a Premier League for a for a whole game yeah. when you haven't got as good a quality players as the others. So, yeah, I, there's there's no way there's no way that you can always distill it down and go that's the best league in the world, the most technical, the most quality. I don't think you can do it like that. But there's also no way that you can tell everyone how they should play. Mm. There's no, you know what I mean? I don't think any, I don't think really you can sit there and go, well, everybody should aspire to play like Manchester City because why? Does everybody like that football? The City fans like that? 
they like winning and I'm, I'm sure I'm, and don't get me wrong I'd like to try it by the way I'd like to go to the match and think it might be five today or six and there's not to worry and win trophies but I think everybody's got their own thing and I think that's what you know you look at the likes of say like Jürgen Klopp and whoever else goes in at Chelsea now and maybe Eric Ten Hag and they'll be looking and going how how can we now come up with a way that combats what City and Arsenal are doing because we can't quite we're not going to do it the way they do it that's that's the in some respects the beauty of football is that you do people I mean, I have think, to solve yeah, different questions I, I think the it's the best league in the world is a bit as you say spurious mm. right mm. but it's certainly the most watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most watched, absolutely. And therefore, whatever it's And got, most hyped. And most hyped. Well, mm. in some respects, they go together, don't they? Because it's mm. a big marketing engine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it'd be interesting to to ask people who, why they watch it, you know, mm. sort of thing. I mean, many of us, you know, born not manufactured Evertonians, we don't get much choice in the matter. But, you know, in those countries where people consciously choose not just which team to watch, but which league to follow. Mm. You know, mm. I guess there's football fans in North America who just watch the Bundesliga because that's mm. what they like. Or the Bundesliga is brilliant to watch, yeah. entertaining. That's what brilliant. I mean, yeah. And Although saying that, Bayern Munich. Oh, entertaining. Bayern Munich. Yeah, but that's the one with the balance, isn't it, between excitement mm. and technical skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Le they've also got technically, one team who win it every single they year. Have, so. they have. But technically, I'd say La Liga is better than... Yeah. I like, oh, yeah. I like Serie A, but... It's a bit. It can. It's a bit too slow and tactical for me. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to watch, I under, I appreciate mm -hmm. it. And Napoli are fabulous. Although they got beat four 0 at home by Milan the other day, but yeah. they're still going to win the league. I think La Liga technical ability, watching the players, way they look after the ball and everything, brilliant. But again, it's it's generally won by one or two teams. Isn't it? three if you throw Athletic Athletic under it in there as well. But. Um, Germany's blood and thunder. That's why I love MLS because it's it's a it's a mix of like everything. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's you can't go. They'll win. They'll absolutely walk it again this year. They'll walk it because it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. With MLS, there's a lot in it and young plan that's changing as well. So if you want to actually just sit down and watch footy and go, I'm gonna sit here and watch a game of football that's entertaining and it can be end to end a lot of the time and. You sit there and you watch it and you enjoy. It. Depends but what you're looking so, for. So for so long, the Premier League. Was three divisions in one, wasn't it? Yeah. The top three might get into Europe. This year's two. The, the, <laughs> the bottom section who are going to struggle with relegation, mm. and the ones in the middle who, perhaps at this stage of the season, didn't have much to play mm. for. Now it's distilling out to two. Mm. You know, and there's a whatever it is, eight, ten point gap in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it'd be interesting next season. What does it do? Yeah. Does it? Is that the norm? Is that now? the norm? Yeah. You know. Um, and you know, will Brentford's of this world be able to sustain it? Will Brighton and so on? You know, I mean, Kingsley just... says the Australian league is where it's at. Well, there you go. Everton did score five against an Australian side. Uh, Everton team that doesn't score goals, but as a league, yeah, I imagine but it's probably competitive very entertaining. leagues at any level can mm. be entertaining. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, let us know what you think in the comments. Which is the best league you like? Really? Is it is it literally the Premier League? Is it is that how do you for define you? it? Though, that's the thing. The what? How do you define? No, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm saying for you. Now oh, you, me Brian personally. might go. Brian might go. Well, I like. I live in Sweden. Stuff, the Swedish league's amazing. Yeah. Malmo were unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. He might say that. He might not say that. Hang on, sorry, Pat's asking me a question. One sec, Brian. Go on. Mm. 20 Man Cities. No, no, I've just said that. I wouldn't be interested in watching 20 Man Cities in one league. 
Well, as much as I love them, the brilliance are what like, with Harlan. <laughs> I just wouldn't. It's true to you, to me. It's to you. true planned. Like to watch everybody do it. That's why City are in. You watch them and go, what are they going to do today? Because he's coached them to within a, an inch of the life, hasn't he? But and when it comes to, you could say that City are the most technical team in this league. Mm. Yeah, in Europe, I'd say personally. Well, yeah. Well, the reason I didn't say that mm. was because when it comes to it, mm. and you get to the back end of the Champions League mm, they've not been able they to flounder because I don't think Pep himself trusts in them because he always changes it's like he's done here when he used to play that a lot across there mm. he changed how City played because of them and and so maybe that's just because he knows what the weakness is in their style of play okay. and if someone gets the the hex on you then he keeps well Real Madrid have often had the, the perfect mix haven't they yes. they've got all that technical ability they, they merge it with know-how they've mm. got a bit of strength as well in there mm. You've got Carlo Ancelotti at the at the helm there for them. That's why they're able to overcome Liverpool. They look like they might win four things last season mm. at one stage, didn't they? And yet he was able to just go, I've got this. And Pep has under-delivered a little bit when he it comes to that, given what they've got. But this year, I think, I think they're in a situation where they've got a great chance of winning Champions League this year because of Haaland as well, mm. that little bit extra. But that's interesting. Uh, of key, VV Oaks as the championship for me. Perfect blend of quality, mistakes and chaos. <laughs> yeah, they have as well. Not they have quality. As... There is a time. No, there is, mate. Honestly, yeah. Burnley played some great stuff this year. Really have. But um, Middlesbrough as well. I know they, I think Huddersfield come back to batter them at it, the weekend. But yeah. well, they were 1-0 up against Huddersfield yeah. at the weekend and got done 4-2, I think, in the end. Um, but you do have that chaos as well, which is sometimes what you need. You just sit down to what's a game. Do you really want to see a perfectly tactical nil-nil draw? Absolutely I don't. Not, no. You want to see 7-6 or something mad, don't That's you? That's what your man said. That's it. Yeah. So, Brian, you're right. Brian's uh, saying we, we, want a, <laughs> we want a bit of emotion. We do. And it comes out to your seat. Often it comes, as you say, from mistakes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Good man. What up? Okay. What Go on, Brian. Go on. started. knew the... Um... Uh, where he got a lot of the continental players and then coaches coming in, mm. we all wanted to stop wanted to stop playing like they play in Europe and mm. Southern Europe. Yeah. What you got to do consider is climate. Their way of playing football is dominated by the climate, which is hot, so you don't run around a lot because mm. of the uh, Northern Europe. We have to run around a lot when you're playing it's in winter, and snow yeah. and ice. You got to, otherwise you freeze your wallets yeah. off. You know, absolutely. Uh, you, you, it's a it's a survival contest, really. It's, it's, it's like being going to an SAS course, isn't it? It's playing football <laughs> yeah. when it's uh, cold and wet and windy and it's uh, you're, you're in a shirt and a pair of shorts. So it's a survival. Uh, but we one thing I have noticed is we're doing now after Lampard and the Dice is that we're actually starting playing more British way in one particular way which no one's mentioned. So if you notice now, when we get the ball, we turn forwards towards the opposition and pass it forwards. How radical is that? Mm. Have you noticed? <laughs> Why isn't this amazing? Mm -hmm. Isn't this amazing? Mm. So uh, you've got a lot of other callers waiting up. Yeah. See, so I'll, be, um, I'll, I'll, I'll jump up in a minute. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was just like turning forward and passing forward and, and taking the game to the opposition rather than trying to pass the way to the opposition side or sideways and... Yeah, no, I uh, agree. Get it forward, get crosses and shots in, get us yeah, off the edge of yeah. our seats. Forward with pace. Yeah, that's it. 
Wardwood piece. Exactly. Uh, a mate of mine was the Tottenham supporter mm. over here. He was also embarrassed about Kane's behaviour. Yeah, shocking. Sort of dropped that in. Yeah, shocking. Uh, Doesn't need to do it. He's what a fantastic footballer. No, it's just I no need to do it. Pathetic. Yeah. Pathetic. And then I don't know if you're aware of this, but you know, you were in about you were on about communication earlier. Mm. Uh, well, you know, the Everton always have this pre-match show, which is hosted by Sarah. Mm. Uh, so I, I actually tuned in because I was hoping Mick Lyons would be on, one of my former favourites. Yeah. Uh, who John will remember very I well. I do. Uh, and I thought, oh, well, I'll actually tune in. Mick Lyons will be on. Mm. Uh, no, there was no sending at all. It was on YouTube. It was on the whole, the whole website. Click here. Ah, it was black. Nothing at all. Mm. It never got sent. I don't even know if they did anything. There's certainly no, no messages going out that I saw. Crazy. Appalling. Mad. Yeah. It's embarrassing. That yeah. too is embarrassing. Mm. Need uh, to recruit some more media people. Stop it, John. Stop well, it. someone who can knows how to press the on switch. That'd be it. That'd be a start. That'd, that'd be a start. Right. right. Nice one, Brian. Right. Cheers, Brian. Cheers, mate. Take care, Take care out in Sweden. Tada, mate. Tada. Uh, TJ Sadler says, love the content. Guys, don't usually comment. But thought I'd mention the video Richie posted on Sunday night. Has me singing on it. How mental is that? Yeah, brilliant. If you're singing on his video, it's superb. Dick L says, thought Tom Davis was good when he came on against Spurs. Did a job. I'd have him ahead of James Garner on Saturday. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Everybody has got a... Everybody has got their opinion on how it would uh, how it would play out, um, and who they'd have in. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Robbie George says I'm a Marine fan too, and Northern Premier League has massive variety from South Shields who are full time teams like FC United and a bunch of smaller teams who fight hard. That's it. At the end of the day, it's um, thingy, isn't it? It's what you enjoy watching, isn't it? You, you sit down and watch a game. No one's no one's going to be right. No one can sit there and go, it's the Premier League, the best. Why? Why is it the best? Because you're told it's the best, that's why. Or no one can say, La League is the best, or I can't say, Bundesliga is the best. It's what you enjoy. Everyone's got a personal preference, haven't he? Um, James Barris says, I love how we are a threat, even from free kicks from behind the halfway line now because of Pickford. Yeah, and IDP says, don't know if you've mentioned it already, but the Richie posts and that, what's your opinion on bringing him back next season? We couldn't have, I don't think we could afford him, mate. I'd love to bring him back, I just don't think we could afford him. If they give it the old um, Stephen Pienaar, you can take him on loan with an obligation to buy, then all you'd have him all day long, yeah. of course. You would. But he might get a different manager who actually goes, I want this fella and I can make use of him. He might not, let's see what happens, but I... I just don't see him coming back to Evan, but I would love him back here. But I just don't see it happening. Uh, we have got who is it, Ned? Chris. Chris. We have got Chris on the line, so let's go to Chris. How you guys doing? You all right? Hi, you mate. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Hi, Chris. Dude, I'm very, very tired, man. It feels like it's been ages since I've been able to do one of these. So okay. It's been basically like a, like a couple of I think about two or three weeks. No, probably like more like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I mate mine kind of goes, "Hey, have you got time to learn?" 26 songs in 19 days because we need you to depth for a system of a down band and um that just consumed my life for like two or three weeks i literally didn't even have time to be annoyed at everton in that <laughs> <time>. <laughs> 
And then um, after... did did you learn yeah. them, Chris? That's the biggest question. Yeah, 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 yeah. I learn yeah. I learn them all in time. Practice everything, and then I did a three day tour run. Got another one this coming up in April. Fantastic. And then, funnily enough, as I came off tour, my mate my mate goes, "Hi, can you learn all the, like a couple of new songs from my gig as well, and do these three rehearsals, and then do a gig on Thursday?" I'm like, oh. Like, let me <laughs> let me go to sleep. No, it's good to be in demand, mate. It's good to it, be in demand. To be fair, it's been good. It's Ned's like... good. Ned's good. He can learn one song in in that time. So there you go. <laughs> only because he's staring at me. He's but only because he's, he's looking at me. Well, he's a much better singer than I am. If you guys heard me sing, you guys would cry. They um, are Ned. You're a much better singer. I, I don't know whether that's true, but I'll take Chris's word for it. You are better yeah. at telling jokes than Chris. That is a hundred percent fact. Sorry, no, Chris. Sorry. Oh, no, my jokes. No, completely. My jokes are terrible. Like my band will attest to this. I tell one good joke a year where everyone laughs and everyone goes, "That's quite good for you." See, you. and I'm like, "Yeah, see you next year." When that's the that's but, the like, killer, isn't it? That's the killer. That's quite good for you. That's when you know that it's yeah, crap. It's time to do something different. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what yeah. do you want to say, mate? What have you got to say? Um, basically just to echo the thoughts of Brian was mentioning. Really, mm. like it, it's actually, I think we're a good watch. Like it's 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 entertaining for me to like watch Evan play at the moment and still feel like we can get something out of the game. Like mm. for Monday night is a really good example of it. We were down to ten men. And we just went for it. Mm. Like mm. the old Everton teams that I've seen in the past would give up or crumble or be like, the world is against us. We're going to give up. Whereas almost like it just spurred the players on to go, lads, it's Tottenham. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a, re- it was really good to see. I mean, some of the things I haven't been too ha- happy with is I've seen some people trying to like defend decore where like saying oh like like uh, hurricane's antics are just pathetic like mm. just rolling around on the floor and floor and the way he was it's like he'd been shot it's like dude you got flicked in the eye get over it yeah but no matter what the play a player is doing to you you should still maintain your composure and not go for someone in the face like he, there, there's no ex, there is no excuse for that like that really annoyed me it's like mm. considering the position we're in we need our players to be mm. professional in that situation like that, that really, <clears throat> that, that really did wind me up. Mm. But luckily, Michael Keane decides to bang in a thirty-yard screamer, which is <laughs> just incredible. And yeah, it's kind of weird the amount of like noise there was about. Like even when he was at Brighton, I never like when some people were saying Graham Potter should manage Everton. I never wanted him because I never liked his football anyway. I found it. I found personally, I found his football really boring to watch. And then with. Sean, like the way he sets up the team, it's just there's more energy, there's enthusiasm. It's basically just it, it, it's organization and just trying to get that ball forward into dangerous and threatening areas. To me, that's way more entertaining than anything like silly tippy tappy pass around the back stuff, which a lot of managers seem to like enjoy doing. Yeah, I mean, it, the again, it, it'll come back to um, what you enjoy, won't it? I think Everton, I, I enjoy winning. I can't, no, of course you do, of course you do, right, and and you can't speak for Evertonians, you don't speak for yourself, That's can right, you, but yeah. the yeah. feeling you kind of get is that Evertonians, like, um, more dynamic football, we like crosses, we like shot, we like stuff that gets us on the edge of our seat. Um, yeah. And it can be sometimes the blood and thunder gets good as and bouncing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the kind of football. If someone said to me, what kind of football do Everton fans appreciate? I'd say the majority, just from my experience, would be that kind of football in your face, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pressing high. Not even Isn't pressing that fans high in general. In 
but not just Everton fans. I don't know. I don't, I don't know because if that was the, I don't know is the answer because teams like certain things. We like a big like a number nine, don't we? That if you look at like historically, like Newcastle, I think are a bit like us. Their fans of like they've had that big number nine striker. They like crosses and things like. That. Where Liverpool would it was always their number seven, wasn't it? And they like a slightly different. They were a possession team, and even though Klopp was a bit more direct with mm. that, I think teams like certain things, or it seems to be portrayed that they like certain things. Whereas mm. the reason why I'm saying it is because some Evertonians loved Martinez's football. I despised it. No. It was terrible. It was terrible, and we've had versions of it since. Might slightly watered down, but we've had versions of it since. But I don't. I think we haven't had enough of this. What we've got right now, because I think this is the way Everton. Certainly at home, I'm not saying you can always play like that away, but at home, you've got to use what mm. what is your strength, and our that, strength is involving the crowd, isn't it? Well, yeah, but that's always the case, isn't it? Mm. Whatever style you're playing, I just think that when you when you break it all down, it's just about whether you're winning or not. You look at Mourinho, who has, in his pomp, mm. a pragmatic approach to playing football. Yeah? yeah, A sort of approach that actually, which is your point in some respects, you only put up with if you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right, yeah. So, you know, I've got a few City fans who are mates, and they get frustrated with their possession, you know, keep yeah. the ball... Don't change when you, you're losing 2-0. Just keep playing the same way because it's been good to you in the past, blah, blah, blah. When So they don't have that step-up thing, you know? Mm. And so the manager's gone out, or the club's done it on his behalf, and got someone who can do it differently. Just give it to Harlan and leave him to it, sort mm. of thing. But I just, I just think at the end of the day, you want things to be exciting, and exciting perhaps is the opposite of technical competence, isn't it? Yeah. You know, twenty passes and then we have a shot. Yeah, I didn't like Martinez's football. Yeah. And, and no, it was, me neither. And we were winning games at times. Yeah. So his first season, you enjoyed the last. If you people had, people did have rewrote history, the first three months, four months mm. was horrific before Christmas. Mm. Boring, slow, crap football. Yeah, but when it. But then it clicked after yeah. Christmas because Rom clicked That's into right, place yeah. as well and, and then and, and it, it yeah. was it was better by the end mm. but then the next two seasons were terrible oh awful yeah. absolutely terrible and we weren't winning yeah. he probably made it worse yeah. it's, what I'm saying is of course you would we needed Rom yeah. well no but of course you would but, yeah, listen, you needed yeah, Rom to get him out of trouble basically well, yeah yeah and you would put up a, you'd put up a dollar dice wouldn't you if, it, if you won all the time you wouldn't like it but you'd go we win it. We win every every week mm. You know, again, it comes down point. to it comes down yeah. to what you what you want, doesn't it? Do Athletic Atletico Madrid fans love the way they play football, or have they loved the fact that the managers are loom so you can identify with them, and they've been quite successful with the football that they've played? Mm. Don't know because I, I don't know them. <laughs> so I don't speak to many. So they could say, "I it's amazing. I hope we never change." They might go, "I hate the way we." Play. I don't know. You know, the challenges for clubs like that who who get invested in such a, if you like, negative approach, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. is when the manager changes. Mm, how do you how, how do you, do you adapt to a different manager? Different one, yeah. Because there won't be another one of them, will there? Who, who, not quite. Who no. so, well, certainly not on the touch. No, <laughs> not on the touch line. Grabbing but his bums so and all that. Yeah. To play exactly as I say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
No, it's interesting. Yeah, a, good, a good comparison of those is actually like if you compare Chelsea fans to Tottenham fans, like Tottenham fans are much more from the ones that I've met. They're more about the beauty of the game and like wanting the, the game to be played in a certain way. Whereas Chelsea fans, for the vast majority, from what I've met, don't care. It's Just want to win. Like, yeah. It's, 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 about, it's about the end result. Yeah. Like it, yeah. You have to play slow, boring football, but the end result is you win 1 0. Mm. That's fine. Whereas most Spurs fans, if you look at for someone, for Mourinho and Conte, um, they were basically tolerating the boring football if it meant they were going to win something. And then, but the thing is, when you do lose those lose those games, the frustration for that fan base was a lot higher because it was results based results based football without the without the results at times. Mm. I think you're absolutely right. They. Mm. Don't, they were putting up with it while they're winning, and it, and it almost becomes, doesn't it? It's bloody boring, and we're losing. That's the problem. Yeah. If you win, DW says I'd rather be a Chelsea fan then. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you're winning, you will, but yeah, if you're winning, you will. And Chelsea have done a lot of things that you would, if you were doing like a a, a playbook of how to be successful, you wouldn't do after things Chelsea do. We'll just sack your manager every 18 months. But you talk about that they manager. Win trophies. You talk about that manager, you know, who you don't like mm. or didn't like at the time, you know, who infamously said, I'd rather lose 5-4 than win 1-0. Mm. In that moment, you know you're not cut out for this job, yeah, yeah. particularly at this club. I don't want to score set pieces. <laughs> That's it's, right. par it's parasite football. Yeah. The man literally won an FA, the only thing he ever won, off a set piece That's right. in the 90th yeah, minute yeah. Uh, but he's a lot um, to be fair he's a nice fella though Roberto he's a very nice man yeah, yeah. but mm. there you go yeah I'd rather win 1-0 off a set piece than lose 5-4 interviews well as well obviously no, they're great for listen Spent, he must do must I spent a couple yeah. you know some time with him he's a great fella yeah. but I wouldn't want to manage in my football club I remember he, I sat next to him at, at a dinner and uh, he was um, talking about the RS of the day and mm. his attitude was they're just a counter-attacking team like again, that's not allowed. Yeah, yeah you're not allowed to like counter attack. It. You're not allowed to score from set pieces. What's the point of defending? That's the dark arts. You know. Yeah. Oops. He's, a, he's like a, a purist, isn't he? An excess purist. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought he'd be a tremendous technical director. Yeah. Of a, like well, a sporting director. Yeah. I think he'd be yeah. fantastic yeah. at sorting like, was, your mate, academy get, out, getting yeah. you playing a certain way, and you can see talents and stuff. And let someone a bit more pragmatic actually pick the side. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult because you've got it. You, can you change what your beliefs are? That's what it comes down to. He couldn't, could he? First season, he had Moyes' defence fused, fused with his a little sprinkling, attack and bit, yeah. sprinkling, leaving it work really well. Got to the summer, changed that all. Mm. Crazy. I'd be interested to see as well how Sean approaches the transfer when they're coming up because I don't. Re it, it, I'm not really sure what his targets will be other than obviously a number nine is going to be the main thing for mm. him because we, we need it we we need a new striker we don't need a backup for dom we need a basically a dom replacement because we absolutely can't on him at the moment mm. um it'll be interesting to see how he molds the team do you think do you guys think he'll stick with the four five one or do you think he'll try and mold it more into like the four four two or i mean the four four two like he did with burnley is probably more just down to what he had and he just thought that was the best formation for mm. the team mm. what do you guys think four five one or do you think he'll try the four four two I I think he he because you just alluded to it really we're, we're you know from Burnley is he'll mm. play what he thinks is best for the players he's got. Mm. Um, he yeah. can't play four four two here because we haven't even got one of the two. Never mind two. Of the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean in the summer um, and it's all, which we've been talking haven't we about businessy stuff. It's you know have you got the money to get the right kind of player in the first place? Mm. 
But uh, I, I think, think he'd play if he had if he had freedom in his budget yeah. tray and he had a pot of money. I think he'd try and get um, better wide players who mm. would score goals, yes, and he'd I have do. and he'd yeah. have a centre forward. Yeah. But he'd want yeah. the I think he'd want the insurance of the three in midfield. I do because it. it it enables us out of possession to be either four five one or four four two. Exactly right. Whereas I think yeah. if you if you ping yourself down at a four four two and you lose a midfield battle, you, you you one of your strikers has to be have the ability to drop in as a ten and help you out and you sacrifice and what he does. Mm. What it needs is our wide players to mm. to score more goals. Now neither a Wobi or McNeil score enough goals in them areas. Yeah. So, so he, I think he would want at least one more winger who would come in instead of one of those two with pace. with the goals and the pace, and then it frees Iwobi up to either be a number ten off the striker or he could play off the left. Mm, I agree. It also yeah. leaves McNeil in the team to work up and down, but you've got to have the centre forward to make it all work. And mm. right now, like you've, you've just said, we haven't even got the centre forward at the moment, yeah. have we? So we've got a kid who's developing, we've got a winger playing up front, we've got one that's not fit for purpose for us, and we've got one that's not fit. Mm. So yeah. that's that's where we are right now. Yeah, like Chris, I'm going to chase you because we've got what time for one more caller before we go, but it no, was great. good. I've it was lovely to Thanks, speak to you. Chris. Take yeah, it no, easy. I was, I was about to say, I've got to go get food anyway. Good so man, go and get your seat. food, get some sleep, <laughs> lay in your songs, and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> Tell us where the gig <laughs> is. Take care. Ta Chris. Ta mate. Right, just before we go to Eric, who we've got waiting. Um, Phil just says, question for John, quick question for John. How does the £105 million over three years reconcile to our losses of income? Probably double that, or is it the average over three years? Because I think, I, think, I think what Phil means, I and mean, you see this a lot, is you see that number of £370 million, mm. and then you go, hang on, we can only lose £105 million. So really, we've lost like three times as much what mm. you're allowed to lose. But then I've seen then other people then break that down and go, well, isn't that actually because it's a loss here and it's a loss well, there? The, How does it break well, down? Well, there's a mixture between... Well, the difference is the difference between actual losses, i.e. what the company has lost, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is the headline figure, th- high 300s, yeah. you know, and what are allowed under profitability and sustainability, right? Now, yeah. well, we know the losses are 105 that you're allowed, yeah. but there's lots of things that don't count against the losses. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, for example, any money we spend on the stadium could include be included in our headline loss. Let's call it four hundred million. Just to make it simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if we've lost four hundred million quid, and four hundred of it, yeah. yeah, was on the stadium in profit and sustainability, we wouldn't have lost anything because it's on the stadium. Like, because it's on the yeah. stadium. Okay. The women's team doesn't count. Yeah. Other various categories and yeah. so on and what Everton have put into those categories is things like COVID and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, so that's the reason um, that it is what it is. Yeah. So, short answer to the question is on my my numbers, right? It's about 165 mil okay. loss over the three reporting periods when you're allowed 105. So that's why, and we that's why we're when the we show are. goes out, we talked about earlier on. People should watch it, and hopefully, it'll illustrate what that right. really means. Yeah. Okay. Um, hopefully, that answers the question. Dwight McNeil has been really good lately. By the way, he has been working hard. His clearance the other night from Porro in the first half underneath it was tremendous. Brilliant. Switched on. Brilliant. On he's got much he better. Ran twice as fast as I've ever seen him run before. Yeah. He did. He's done. He's done. Dice has got him playing. He's yeah, done really he well. Has. He's got to add more goals. But I said this last week. Should we and, and people 
schon ein bisschen that they, they, What I'm trying to explain about the need more goals is their players in our attacking areas. And in your attacking areas, you need goals. Everton Football Club have scored 24 goals this season. They've been in the team most of the season, those two players. Mm. They haven't scored, they don't score enough goals. We haven't got a striker. For Everton to get better and better, there's got to be more goals. Mm. So it's like a goalie letting in three goals a game every week, but he makes three saves. You go, it'd be six if it wasn't for him. And nobody's still letting three in. That's right. It's like you've got to improve. They've got to improve. But McNeil's been, he has been really good of late, really good of late, which is good. Right, let's go to Eric, who's our final caller. Which? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry there, Eric, hang on. Sorry, Ped sent me something. Um, we need ear pieces, that's what we need, yeah. Uh, sent it to me. So oh, right, is this? On you. Oh, you're playing this clip. Speaking of singers, after this, because we were talking to Chris, who is a singer, learning a million songs, check out Tom Davis singing with the DMAs. Here we go. Okay, that's it. We got you. Now, I think the uh, the DMA's album is out now to celebrate it. Release we're offering Everton fans a ten percent discount um, on both the deluxe digital and the craft CD using the code. How many blues? Hundred percent of the profits of these sales will be donated to Everton in the community. That's nice. The offer is valid until twelve p.m. GMT tomorrow, Thursday, the sixth of April. The link is on our Twitter account and in the comments. So go and do that if you like the DMAs. Come download, um, get that album. That's it. All good and helping Everton in the community. Use the discount code. How many blues? There you go. Uh, right, we are going to Eric, final caller of the night. Eric Howell, how the hell are you? I'm I'm doing good. This this technology stuff is crazy. It's I'm I'm not. If if this was available ten years ago, I might still be doing podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Pat does like say that. Rock, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's good to good to be able to hear you guys. the The quality is awesome. Uh, this this uh, this stuff is is really cool to be able to to connect halfway across the world and and be able to to call in and hear you guys and and feel connected to the club. Yeah, it's great. Listen, we Crystal clear. we have it's brilliant. We have a lot of a lot of Americans on. It's great to be able to chat. We've had Sweden tonight as well. It's great to be able to chat yeah. to people all over the world. And and obviously, you get your point across. Where are you at the moment, Eric? You're in yeah. Kansas at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in Kansas. I'm heading to grab some quick lunch and then back to work. That's but, right, yeah, top man. What do you want to say? Yeah, what, yeah. How are you feeling about Everton yeah. then at the moment? Yeah, I mean, at this point, since since uh, Sean's come in, I I don't fear any team that we we come up against. I'm Good man. not instantly just like, oh, this is gonna suck. <laughs> I, I feel like we have we have a chance at the beginning of the match. 
match every match mm. doesn't matter who we're playing yeah. we saw that against city right mm. we saw that um and against uh, chelsea i mean the fact that we can go down a goal and it, i don't it's not doom and gloom mm. at mm. the moment i feel like we mm. we have some some grit and we can we can fight back into a match if we need to um yeah I, you guys were talking about style with Martinez and 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 Moyes and and all of that. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, it's it's always the, the 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 hard yards, right? It's whoever whoever can can put in a shift, grind it out. It's the Yakubu throwing a shoulder into somebody. It's the the Holgate shoving somebody off the pitch. It's the <laughs> the Tark tackles, right? It's that it's that that little bit shit housery kind of thing that that we've been missing for quite a few managers that that I want back in our club. I want. I want some some passion, right? I want I want I want somebody to go out there and and run through that brick wall, right? Um, you seen and, that and tackle the other night, didn't we? The Tarkovsky oh, one on oh, the edge yeah. of the box. You oh know. yeah, that, was, it that on, was it on yeah, Kane? Or it was a tremendous tackle. Did Tom leave a few on the on the yeah, as well. Com- mm. Completely clean and mm. and no, nothing held back, right? Yeah, it's just, just it's great. Yeah. It's it's that's what that's what is going to get Goodison involved immediately is is something like that right Absolutely. you need you need to, to you need to get the 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 scores of of crazies <laughs> something riled up right <laughs> and 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 that, all in the that first ten rounds will do it. <laughs> Oh, that does yeah. it. We've seen that, the video clip That's of the, brilliant, the older gentleman, haven't yeah. we, who's uh, celebrating with Michael yeah. Keane's goal. You know, that's, that is, that encapsulates what the football is about, the noise and all of that. Yeah. That's, that's what and, encapsulates Well, I'm it. sure you guys heard me from Kansas while at the stadium, <laughs> whenever, that, whenever that ball went in. Because I, I know my wife was on a call um, working from home mm. uh, in the other room, and, and she thought something like... <laughs> Something, something that happened. Happened. yeah. She she knew something happened, right? There was no no doubt in it. So what a strike! You I were mean, a bit livelier than the last time you were with you, then Eric. Yeah, after that Minnesota yeah, yeah. debacle. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that was that was brutal. <laughs> it's that in the brutal. past now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a fist bump, Frank Lampard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was that was probably the best thing he's done for us. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> leaving yeah, is leave, the best yeah. thing. <laughs> All right, John. All right. Yeah, actually, yeah, he refused. Ref- oh. Go on, go on, Eric. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and yeah, just just with the with the new manager, um, it, it's different. Mm. It's different in a good way, mm. and and hopefully we can keep getting points and and get further up. Mm. And and then who knows what what can happen, right? Hopefully, hopefully we can just build. I, I just want to build something other than a stadium. I want a club. <laughs> yeah, listen, it, we've got to negotiate these shark infested waters that we're in at the moment with everyone wanting to yeah. uh, wanting to give us a kick and, and and take a bite out of us. And and you know what. A lot of them have got the right to do that as well, the way we, we've been. We've got to just negotiate that. If we can get safe and and get through this independent commission thing, then maybe yeah, we can start. Insane. Yeah, mm. Well, it is, isn't it? And that, that's what it was like. But hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'd like to say we never seen it coming, but 
sat in that stadium at Minnesota yeah. 4-0 down. I think we were all looking at each other going, this looks just a little bit worrying. But but there was a belief that we'd get yeah. better players in, wasn't there? And, and strikers in and all that. But um, let's hope that we do yeah. to survive and the manager maybe can put in them building blocks that, that mean that this season becomes a thing of the past and we can at least be mid-table and comfortable you know in March of every year chilled season chilled I yeah. don't want that for too long I want to be just heading to Europe season. you know but you know what I mean just right now it would uh, it'd be yeah. nice wouldn't it to just be relaxed as those negative numbers fix themselves let's have an easy let's have it yeah let's have it nice and calmer yeah. absolutely absolutely we need them. Uh, we need to, to survive and then have a couple of moisy years. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's then, what then it's about. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks Listen, for having me on. Great to talk to you, Eric. Have a good afternoon. Enjoy your lunch yeah. and have a good afternoon in Kansas. Yeah. Take it easy. Cheers. All right, say hi to yeah. the family for us. Take care. Will do. Bye bye. There you go, Eric in Kansas there. We are massive all over the world, as West Ham would say. No, it's great, listen, it's great to speak to Evertonians all over the world. It's dead easy, I can't even take the headphones off. What's going on? They're just going to sit here. I'm like Balotelli. Why couldn't I get them off? Um, another good why show. Was it was good. Yeah, why always me, yeah. Make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel, it really helps. The channel means we can uh, keep growing. Also, subscribe to Toffee TV Football. We... No Everton stuff on there, just general football. Get involved with that one as well. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Thanks for all your comments. Chris wants to clarify, he's not a singer, he's just a guitarist, if you say so, Chris. Um, yeah, and... Um, a guitarist than Ned, though. He is a better guitarist, yeah. He is. Um, there's got fluffing hell. But, he, he, but Ed Sheeran he, isn't. There you go. Listen, Chris is better than Ed Sheeran Chris as well. is better than Ed Sheeran. He was saying Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, because he's a We're not going there again, Ned. This leads to <laughs> nutmegs I've tried. I'm, I'm Ed's done that to you already. Right, listen, thanks very much for watching. Big thanks to John Cheers, for coming guys. on as well. Take it easy. We'll see you later. Bye.